0: Okay, so uh, Amy, one of the coaches here at The Common Thread, I wanted to um, start off um, based on a question um, about like just a little basics of, you know, just coaching one-on-one kind of things. I think this is really important because honestly, we all need a reminder of this. Um, And I hope, um, you know, obviously you're in room one, so you're a member of the room one Facebook group. What I've tried to do is model a lot of these things um, so you can kind of see how I'm working through things So you can see, um, you know, just how it looks for someone else to do it. And so how I frame my thoughts, and it's been really, really helpful. And in fact, that's what I was going to start today's uh, coaching on. It's just about overworking. And so um, a while back, the beginning of the month, um, I posted a worksheet. Said This is like a monthly worksheet. This is, um," and it's in the um, files in uh, room one, and it should be on a blog post um, in um, on the website too. If you can't find it, let me know. And what I wanted to do is provide a little bit more structure for this, because as we get bigger, as things like start getting added onto it, you may get a little lost in some of the details. And so what I wanted to make sure was to um, just provide a framework um, for yourself. And this is for yourself. And we all have different problems. But then of course, when you start writing them down and start looking at the the website and and the Facebook group, you start to realize we actually, uh, we actually have a lot of similar problems. (laughs) And so I started sharing um, that for myself. Um, And this is the work that I do myself, because really there's no transformation that doesn't happen if you don't do the work. And Um, So how I approach a problem, and I was talking to Aries about this um, just before we started recording, is I really um, just profoundly impacted by our book club book that would happen to you about this idea of You know, you have to regulate, you have to make sure that you're safe. You have to make sure that the brain is not overwhelmed um, before you can relate, before you can reason, because the thought model is all about, you know, reasoning and things like that too. It's like, you know, the thought model is working through and reasoning through things. The thought download is like the brain barfing up stuff everywhere. (laughs) And so a lot of times when you're first starting, that's what it looks like, like just throw stuff down on paper, everything that you're thinking. Um, Because really, like how often before you started coaching, did anyone ever think, I wonder what I'm thinking right now? Not really, you know, because we really didn't understand the importance of thoughts leading to um, thoughts, like a circumstance leading some thoughts, our thoughts leading to an emotion, our emotion leading to our action, and our action leading to our results. And then when you conceptually see it you're like oh okay i get it and then each day it's like a new lesson in it because (laughs) that's that's been the most interesting aspect of it and so if you look um in the facebook group on um in room one room one facebook group you'll see how i started working through um my ideas of, of stop overworking i was like i work too much i work too much and i i've got to figure out why why am i doing this and it was so interesting, like each day I challenged myself and that's on the, the monthly worksheet too, is each day I challenged myself to have a thought download and to pick an unintentional model and pick an intentional model. And so what that looks like is a thought download is like, what's all, what are all the things that I'm thinking of? Okay, let me pick out the one that, that seems to be bothering me. That's leading me to the result that I don't want. And let me then take that one and a thought model and say, like, why am I getting the result that I'm getting? And then we we'll, usually, of course, that thought is what we need to work on because a thought is what's leading to all of this. And then is that thought even true? Or can I challenge it? Can I come up with a different thought? And that's really asking yourself a lot of questions. Um, and that, and asking yourself really good questions are, are helpful. Um, and a quick tip of getting from the unintentional model to the intentional model is, I think the two emotions that tap into the most that have always helped me is gratitude and curiosity. You know, curiosity is asking the questions and the gratitude is thinking like, how did this happen for me? You know, why did this event happen for me? It's clearly to learn something. Let's not waste this opportunity. You know, let's think about what what is leading me to um, so does anyone have any comments or questions on that part? Feel free. I think I've given everyone an opportunity to talk. I've changed some names I didn't want to. I, I can't type and you know, what at the same time. So please feel free to change your name if you want. I lack originality in those things. So um, let's see. Okay, so feel free to, to chat in the chat box um, and start thinking if you want to get coaching um, or not, and feel free to raise your hand. Um, I wanted to kind of come up with a couple points um, first about what I've learned so far um, in this whole process of learning, you know, what does overworking look like for me? How do I, you know, kind of get out of this trap of doing so? And so it was interesting because in preparation for this, I was kind of like looking back at my thought downloads and the models. And it's so funny. It's only been a couple of days and I'm already like, oh, that was interesting. And, you know, really learning a lot of these things. Um, the, so I just want to kind of break it down to a couple lessons that I learned. Um, the first is one that I learned before, and I didn't post this in here. The first is, you know, building in growth days. Um, I wrote an article about it, uh, for Kevin MD. It's in our, it's listed in your blog files. Um, and all that is, this is, I, and now that I'm like looking back and reflecting on this, this was the getting the regulate part. You have to stop the treadmill. You have to stop the treadmill before you start over you can't think your way out of overwhelm. You have to stop the treadmill. And so I actually have two growth days this week. And I had one last week, very, very exciting. And it just stops the treadmill. I still did some work and I still did some things, um, but I purposely built a break in there. And what that allowed me to do is to stop the treadmill and figure out what to do um, with myself. And so that has been, I think probably one of the most important keys um, that I had. And the uh, the second thing was you know starting to use the people around you hire help so i heard, hired a nurse practitioner i was a little bit worried about it I wasn't sure i could afford it and interestingly enough the financial showed us that she's actually making me money so that's really fantastic um and so a lot of the worries that i had about hiring someone to help you know haven't come to, to fruition Um, But also it's like, how do I get other people to help me? I'm fortunate in that because I kind of took a big chance and, you know, um, went out on my own, I could pick the people I work with. And it's important to realize, you know, not just hiring help, but in partners and everything like that too, is, you know, is this a good fit? Are they actually helping? If you find yourself, you know, getting asked or all the time, like, well, I didn't do this because you didn't tell me how to do it. Okay, well, you have to ask yourself, did I tell them how to do it? Okay, I'm going to tell them how to do it again. Um, well, I didn't get, well you, didn't, you didn't tell me how to do it. I don't, you know, when they keep kind of like putting on you to do that, either they're right and you didn't tell them or you've picked the wrong person for the job. It's not a match. You know, you, you kind of want the person that says like, okay, I saw that you did this, but what I did is I took it even further. You want someone who's going to elevate something, not who's going to add to your work. And that's a lesson that I've learned a little bit over time as I've had more opportunities to hire people is to see, um, and Brenna Burchard had the best um, uh, kind of concept on this was, a lot of times we hire for potential. I like this person. I bet they're going to do good things for me, you know, but they've never really demonstrated that they can do it. So that can actually be like a little bit of a dysfunctional relationship. You have someone who really, really wants to help you and you're trying to get them to help, but they can't really help and not necessarily capable because they've never demonstrated that they could, they get a little overwhelmed. And then this relationship that you have, they're trying to please you. They don't know how to please you. And then it becomes this weird dysfunctional relationship. Um, and so it's really, you know, hiring for the experience, not for the potential. Um, and then when it comes to um another thing that was really interesting to me when I felt like I was overworking, I was like, I feel like I'm working all the time. Of course, those are the days, like usually like on a Saturday, I've got like a million things to do, and I'm not actually doing anything. And I feel like I'm overworking, but I've not done a daggum thing. Those are like the most challenging days for me sometimes. Um, and what happens is I started realizing what it is, is that I just have all these things to do and everything is unfinished. And I was feeling like stress, not because I was overworking. It was like this, you know, this disconnect. I had so much to do and I wasn't doing anything. And of course the result of that is I became overwhelmed. I didn't do anything. Um, so then I, I kind of said, well, I'm going to change this model of overwhelm. I'm going to say, I can do things. I'm going to take a few things off the list. And so I just challenged myself and said, I wonder how many things I could take off my list, which kind of led me to this interesting, you know, like I'm really motivated. Let's do it um, kind of thing. <laughs> Sorry, my kids are upstairs. Who knows what that was um, then? Uh, so then I came uh, motivated and I I think I posted I planted a tree that took me like 30 minutes. I've been staring at this tree in my driveway for like three years anyway. um Oh, an interesting point about that tree though. So I bought it as a bare root, um, like two or three years ago. And I've been like, so filled with guilt that I have not put that stupid plant in the ground. And I thought it was going to be like, you know, root bound. I thought it was It's like, clearly this is going to die. I don't even know why I'm wasting putting the ground in the first place. Well, interesting enough, if you've ever planted a root bound tree, Um, it takes a little while for those roots to grow. And the irony of all this stuff, I've been torturing myself this whole time for not planting that stupid-ass tree that I see every single day. It took me 30 minutes to put it in the car and drive it in the back and dig a hole and put that tree in the ground. And it actually wasn't root-bound. The interesting aspect of that was is that the roots were probably about ideal, maybe even could have gone a little bit longer. So I was feeling guilty for doing something that probably wasn't ready for it in the first place, which kind of led me to this really interesting thought is that maybe these things happen at the time when they need to happen, you know, and that had I done it earlier, it wasn't actually the right time. And so it's interesting because I started reflecting on all these tasks that I feel like I have to do. And some of those that I put off either dropped off. I never had to do them in the first place. Talk about a time saver or I did it later and I was actually maybe in a better position to do it. And so I think, you know, approaching our, um, some of the overwhelm that feels like overwork is really just feeling like we're overworking and really what we're doing is stressing about stuff. We don't need to stress about, um, then I had a really interesting breakthrough. I had a, a, um, a coaching session for me. We do get coaching. It does actually really, really help. And, um, I had a, like interesting analogy. Um, any of you guys feel like you are on a team, and I, I kind of posted this the other day. On a team, and you're working really hard, and then you look around and like no one's really working hard either. And now, like you ask for people to do stuff, and then they kind of seem bothered that you're asking them and they're like that we're on a team. What's going on with this? You know? Um, and so then the project that you're so excited about then becomes a little bit like a drudgery. And now instead of like this collaborative, like, aren't we all like you know, in this together? turns into the like the why is she bothering me, you know? And then, then now I, you know, feel bad for bothering people. And and so it's an interesting concept. And so I had this interesting comparison with healthcare and the pandemic. Um, and someone posted this and it was so interesting because like you have the pandemic that comes along and there isn't um, immunization at this point. So the only thing you have is the medical team and the general public says, yes, thank goodness. The healthcare teams are here to help us. They're doing all this stuff. Let's support them. It's great. It's wonderful. And you know, you start to feel part of, like, cause why do we do teams? Right. I want to feel collaboration. I want to feel appreciation. You know, I want to feel like I'm doing some good, you know, because everything we do is to, is to have some sort of feeling. And so it's great, we're all collaborating. And, you know, that's kind of how the beginning of a project works. And then as, oh, this is a great idea. Okay, now we have this other thing. Hey, you public that was really excited about this and so motivated for all this, I need you to get a shot. And then there's like the, you know, air brakes going, wait, you, you want me to do something? You know, now I have to do something? Well, now I'm not so sure about this project here. You know, do, I thought you were doing all of this. And so, and then it's interesting because the, the dynamics changed. And so that can sometimes be um, what happens in a project is that everyone's all collaborating, but then the, the mind shift happens and you're, you know, one page and the other people on the other page, and it doesn't quite work. Um, perfect. And so that's not my main thought. And we have someone who's interested in coaching. So I would like to, I'm going to do a couple things. Let's see. The only thing I of was Harry Potter stuff. Now your picture is still going to show up if that's okay. I'm going to. That's fine. You to I think, I think you may actually be able to talk, but let me see, Let's see if that works. Okay.
1: Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Go for it. What's going on? Okay. I think you you just you made me think of uh, the something that I would love to just kind of work out a little bit. Um so I guess the circumstance is that a um collaboration Mm -hmm. that I thought was taking off and
0: Mm -hmm. I was
1: really excited about has kind of gone flat. Yeah. And um <laughs> it's a little complicated, but um I am now like a, and that's the circumstance. So I guess like I feel like I'm living in fear that um it's not no, gonna wait. ever take
0: yeah. Is that the circumstance? So this collaboration is gonna kind of gone flat is almost it's actually a thought. So yeah, what is possible. the specific instance like you know that we would all look at and agree like, oh yes, that happened. What is leading you to feel like it, it um, has gone flat? Um,
1: well, I think I've talked about this before. I had these, I, there were these, there were fellows that were mm-hmm. going to work with me mm-hmm. and travel to a far off location where I like to work
0: yeah. in,
1: in, in, global, in global health. Mm-hmm. And the country, the, right when we were supposed to leave, the country closed its borders. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't go on this trip. Yeah, And that tr- these fellows are not mine. They belong to another physician who's their direct mentor,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: he wanted them to be able to do this experience. And so that was going to be like the culminating thing to ha- ideally have them work with me for the next two years. <clears throat> so the borders were closed and their trip was canceled. Mm-hmm. and so we had been meeting so frequently and now we there the, like that we had project ideas and each each fellow had it was heading one and um we haven't met again and you know basically we met like th- two or three more times mm-hmm. and um and then and then nobody and and in the last three we met three more times and in the last meeting only two people came and it used to be like a group of like eight or ten <clears throat> like this one person is like a big, big researcher and he's a lot of people who like to work with him. And so that I'm collaborating with is his fellows. And so it was just him and one other person met. And so I was like, man, like, I guess people aren't interested anymore. <laughs> and so I feel like the relationship has gone flat and I want to like reignite it because um, this particular person is so inspiring and great to work with. And I feel like I need a little help right now at my stage in mm-hmm. my academics.
0: So you mentioned, um, like the person that's inspiring, you said you want to work with this person who's exp- inspiring. And is that the, um, the fellow that's inspiring to you? No, it's their, me- the fellow's mentor mentor. Okay. And their so mentor. Yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds like, you know, you had this project and we were, you know, you've been working with them all this time and it's supposed to culminate in this big trip. And the trip doesn't happen because the country closes its borders. And as a result, it, now this mentor, is this someone you're working with frequently? Was that only supposed to be for the trip?
1: No, he and I, we, he went to, I gave a talk and he came to it. And he said, I'd love to work with together. Let's see what we can make happen. Great. And I was so excited. And, um, we talked (coughs) for, we met, met a number of times and he said, you know, I have these two fellows in global health and, um, they, they need projects and it sounds like, you know, the, the project you're working on would be great for them. And are you planning any trips? Cause they really want to travel. You know, like part mm-hmm. of global health is like the, tra- is like the, you know, the, the travel aspect is interesting for everyone, really, um, <clears throat> bilaterally. And so um, these, res- you know, so that they, they wanted to to go. Um, and so, so that was, that was the, that was sort of like, the thing that he really wanted that he really wanted he wanted to work together but he it seemed like that was really going to be the to me it looked like that was like the one really awesome thing that I had to offer
0: Hmm. yes Ooh. I like this okay okay so your your circumstance here is trip canceled
1: yeah that's probably the circumstance yeah
0: yeah because everyone agrees the, the borders are closed you know but um your thought here is i wanted to work with this mentor but that was the one awesome thing that was the one awesome thing Now that one awesome thing didn't happen. So how do you feel?
1: Oh, um, I mean, I think that he is now filling his time with other things that will suit his needs, which is totally fair. Like I'm not judging him at all, but I think he's like, okay, well, I guess we can't have that. So I'm going to, I need to look somewhere
0: else to like satisfy his fellows. Mm -hmm. And so your you're, thought you're telling yourself is like this was the only reason he was interested in, in me. This was the one awesome thing that I had to offer, and now I have nothing else to offer, and now the mentors going to go away.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's that is what I'm thinking. But you're right; that's actually that's not true. <clears throat> but
0: let's like you know let's explore this a little bit too, because like when you feel this way, you know how do you feel?
1: Uh, when I feel like I had this one awesome thing that then couldn't happen, mm-hmm. is that what you mean, um, yeah. or didn't or didn't happen? Um, yeah, I feel like. Well, I feel that scarcity. Like, oh, the one I missed the one thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's never gonna be another thing that good, or like this yeah. was the perfect moment, and there's no other perfect moment. You know, like mm-hmm. everything was coming together. It was gonna be awesome, mm-hmm. and now it's not awesome. Oh, <laughs> and 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 on this thing well no just like this it was sort of like it really it was going to be a really I was going to have two fellows working for me with the guidance of like a really experienced global health researcher mm-hmm. and that was going to be awesome and I'm like I feel like it makes me catastrophize, like oh and this thing didn't work and I didn't get that funding I applied for even though I spent months working on it and that thing didn't work out and I this abstract was accepted and I just feel like I just you know i I just, ugh, I'm just I'm like what the heck
0: <laughs> yeah and so we have quite pegged emotion but we certainly started pegging the actions which is the catastrophizing yeah like and you know it's interesting if you really like look at carefully at the words that you choose too because like this was the one awesome thing I mean that's <laughs> all I had to offer <laughs> yeah Um, yeah and like the the telling yourself that this is the only time that it was going to work and this was all I had to offer um and you can start to see like within the language that you have is you know the language that you are telling yourself is um the scarcity part that's where it's coming from the only and like it's all gone and you know never um it's not going to work out you know things like that now, of course the result is like, how do you feel? How do you feel like you show up to these meetings that have, you know, that used to have eight people? Like, how do you feel differently about those meetings? that have two.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, like a reject, <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, yeah, like I'm not good enough. Like I'm not worthy of mm-hmm. partnerships and yeah. You know, yeah. like, and then I, and then I'm letting my partners down but I. That I'm letting my my counterparts and my lone country counterparts down, who you know like uh, are also wanting to build relationships and grow.
0: <clears throat> this is actually you know maybe kind of like an unworthy emotions. That's kind of like I figured we hit it on eventually. Um, and it's like you know when you feel unworthy, you kind of like act unworthy. Maybe like the outwardly thing is like, well, yeah, know, I'm sorry that uh, the only trip that I had to do for you, which was really awesome the only time it's ever gonna happen, I got nothing for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, and is, yeah. is there anything wrong with that? I mean, it's, it's at first though, it's okay to be disappointed. The one thing that you don't wanna do is just to say, I wanna turn this unworthy to worthy and I feel good right now. i was gonna buy that. <laughs> yeah. So what do you wanna think about? Like, what were the reasons for the trip? It was to work with the mentor, right? Um, the, well, I
1: mean, there's like a million reasons for that trip, but, um, let's
0: let's go there. Like why the trip? I want you to list all the reasons, the things that you wanted to get out of this trip. Um, Oh, I guess
1: there's all all kinds of things. Well, one was I want, I, I just like to maintain my relationship with my, with the part, with my local country partners, because I just think it's important to like always kind of have a be, pr- be, be present at least annually and see the situation there, especially in light of COVID. And, um, I wanted, I enjoy bringing people to this country cause I think it's a really interesting place to see. Uh, and I think development is really interesting and I like to teach about development. Um, and I, so I wanted to show the fellows, like the location and like the situation there. And
0: show the development yeah, I just,
1: in the other country. I wanted to show them the development that's like going on in this very poor country and how kind of development is a complicated um, topic. Yeah, so, I, just, I just like to teach about development and I think it's interesting. to Mm -hmm. to bring people at you know trainees i think it's interesting to show show that part of show how 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 interesting our world is um so there yeah i mean and why else on the trip i mean i wanted to implement new projects um you know basically quality and quality improvement projects there were you know three we had in mind actually and i wanted to meet with the you know research staff there that I was hoping to hire and, you know, I just wanted to get everything going. And not that I can't do any of those things, to be honest. It's just that now without the fellows and um, without their some of their funding, I'm like, well, at least it just becomes a much more difficult
0: mm-hmm. thing. You're telling yourself it's more difficult. Yeah. And I have to do it on my own.
1: Yeah. I think a part of it is fearing about doing it on my own. I think is, is not having someone to like someone like this mentor to help me. Mm -hmm. Like not, I, not that he's my mentor, but this partner, this senior partner, I don't, you know, like, I feel like incapable of, I don't know why. I just feel like, I, I feel like a little guidance just goes such a long way. And I really wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. not that i'm not working with him anymore there's no official like breakup it's just we haven't had meetings yeah. and you know and so
0: <clears throat> well you know it's, it's interesting um the the to look at all the things that you're you know really wanting to get out of the trip um because for one thing just like you've already pointed out there's several of these things that you could do already you know and you can think of like new projects well maybe this is actually a new project of you know Like we have like a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to look at how the global pandemic affects the world and healthcare and travel. So if you think of this as a well, I mean, what caused this trip to be canceled? Like a a once-in-a-lifetime event. And maybe the purpose of all this was to look at it in a different way, not do things how they were done before that you can actually think outside the box and say, like, how is this, how is this trip canceling working for me that, you know, when you look at it in the way of like, I know listing of all the things that you want to get out of the trip and say, are there ways that I can get what I was out you know, wanted out of this trip in a different way. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. thing. And it's usually not the first few things that come up. It's usually like the last things that come up. The last things that come up that when you really start digging in deep and you find in the jewelry, like, ah, this is where the problem is. If you were to look at this list, what do you think the problem is? Did
1: I fear I can't work alone?
0: Yeah. Or did I fear it? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the, universe has a very interesting way of taking our plans and, you know, not, not to discredit God or anything. I just don't offend anybody, but like, you know, the higher powers, whichever you believe have a funny way of giving us the lesson that we need rather than the one that we want. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that really in the back of your mind is, is this idea of feeling unworthy that I can't do it on my own. Um, And it's interesting because I can tell you that that is one strategy or one, one thought in the back of my mind that I have with teams is that I feel like I have to have a team. And the problem is, is that the problem with the the team sometimes is that you get excited and motivated you do the things and you realize, wait a minute, I could actually do this on my own. And. And then you realize that, well, I didn't actually need my team. And then like, I could have actually tried this if you, you know, and, and, and so what does doing things on your own look like? I think I, uh,
1: well, it's coming up with my own research ideas. Mm-hmm. It's spending, spending time, like trying to, um, it's like having creative thinking time and giving myself space for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, and, and uh, yeah, I think that's, which I never do for myself. I'm never like, I never set aside that time. <clears throat> I'm always trying to like, yeah, I, I
0: rarely do that. And you know what provides a nice land, like um, opportunity for creative thinking? a trip being canceled <laughs> oh yeah that's pretty funny that's pretty funny yeah it's like the yeah thing I know. That you really wanted has been delivered to you yeah that's true unfortunately that
1: time has passed and I I, I don't know that I used the time wisely that I got back <laughs> but
0: well but, uh. you know it's interesting it, it has to go back to that analogy that I had about the tree you know maybe like in that time you just needed maybe you just need this coaching session to realize i can strategize what i want and get what i need and i didn't know this now so now is the perfect time you know you you may have thought last year oh well the pandemic's passed <laughs> are we all laughing now yeah uncomfortably
1: laughing.
0: yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is is like you know you have a bit of a retrospective review but you can also go forward here too, because this is not likely going to be the last pandemic. We're not exactly out of it anyway. So maybe this was actually the perfect time to do that because now you know what you want. You know what you really want to be? You want to be the mentor. You, you wanted to work with this person that yeah, you admire, for sure. but they had to be in your shoes in the first place. They had to go through all of this stuff too. The mentor is someone who goes through something hard and comes up with a unique solution to it. Yeah. And it's interesting because like, when we look at our greatest desires, my greatest desire is I want to be able to do this project on my own. I want to be a mentor to the fellows. I admire this this person and I, you know, I want to work with them and I want them to see, you know, you want a little acknowledgement from that mentor, like, look what you can do. Just show them what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I think, um, I think I, uh, yeah, working on less negative thoughts about this and just in more, Change, you know sort of changing how I view how things are and and also I I agree like just yeah working on my own creativity Mm -hmm. and coming back that's you know will put me kind of in the proper mindset to actually have like meaningful conversations with him about future project ideas and
0: yeah what do you like what do we typically want when we do like any kind of project or anything that you know showcases ourselves. You know We want people to see what we can do. Um, and so stepping back and asking ourselves, what can I do? What do I want people to see? You know what is it about me thats that I think is unique and special and different? And what do I want to show to the world? You actually have a hundred percent control over that. You don't have any control of trips canceled. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, really looking at like all like, of these things, you. Know, I want to have good relationships, collaborative. You know, I want to meet regularly. I want to show that I'm uncommitted. You know, I want that to teach other people about developments. And, you know, we're now developing these new platforms um, that are a lot different. I mean, imagine like, you know, like lifetimes ago, where it went from, you know, like word of mouth and tribes to being able to call people up on the phone, like that was a revolution. And then, you know, meeting in small groups, now we can meet in big groups, and now we can travel, you know, before, you know, some travel would be restricted. And so it's interesting that, you know, we live in the confines of the time that we have. But if you start thinking, like, I wonder what the future is going to look like, We are in this like whole global um, life transition of the world is probably gonna look a lot different from here too. We do a lot more from Zoom. More people are comfortable with this format. There's, you know, courses. Um, You could develop a course from that. Um, You know, you could look at it from the academic perspective, but look at it from the commercial perspective too. You know, that's the one thing I was in academics for a long time. And it wasn't until I was in the the private sector that I thought, there's actually a whole lot of different ways to do things. You know, I could write a book that doesn't have to be a research thing. I can actually write a book of my experiences or my interest. You know, I could develop a digital course that could be available. I could give it away um, as part, you know, get a grant for this and, you know, showcase um, all the knowledge that I have and I could actually reach millions instead of the smaller group that I would have, you know, the, once you start looking outside of the confines of where you are, you actually have, like, this is maybe the most perfect opportunity for you to, to really tap into those creative thinking strategies to come up with something that's not that hard that you can do on your own. And I wanted to preface This is really, really important. There's a quote, I'll I'll post this in the group um, at some point. It's um, either um, Edith Eager's book. Um, It said, being self-reliant does not mean not asking for help. Being self-reliant means that you can come up with a plan and you can find the people to help uh, yourself. And so um, the problem is, is that we try to do everything ourselves. Oh no, I have to do everything myself. And then you get a little overwhelmed and then you don't ask for help and then nothing gets done. But if you say like, um, for instance, this course that we have coming up, there's a little bit overwhelming for some things. I finally like said, okay, we're going to have to hire some help for this. Um, and then that, that helped. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm still doing it on my own, but I'm not doing it alone. (laughs) So I'm doing it, um, on my own, but I'm not doing it alone, I guess is the the key that I'm trying to, to, um, Mm -hmm. come up with. Uh, let's see. KKJ, I'm going to allow you to talk. I see your hand up. Did you want to Hi. comment? Oh, no, I'm just raising my hand for coaching potential. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. We'll have you up next. Um, let's see, here we go. where we go? All right. Um, and so we'll have you up next. So, uh, serious now when we're looking at all this, like, what do you think? I know I'm going threw throw out a lot at you. What do you think?
1: Uh, I definitely, I mean, everybody, uh, everyone everywhere feels it. like the pandemic has changed everything and, 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 it, <laughs> and in academics for the better, <laughs> like, um, if there's going to be any silver lining at all. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on that. and I, I totally agree. I think, um, and yeah, it's uh, everything, everything you've said. Um, I, uh, I I honestly think that I, I I would like to just give myself the space and time and like, um, and put true energy towards this passion as opposed to, you know, as I've said a thousand times, like, you know, in coaching, like, um, as opposed to always it's all, it's under priority. Like I, I, it's, it's, I, I, I don't prioritize it properly in my day to day. And so I think that's the take-home for me, like, honestly. Oh, the coaching? No, yeah, the coach. no, 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 is, is that I want, I need to prioritize oh, this passion of mine. Yeah, yeah. creative thinking. I need to, and I, I need to create time and space for myself for that, um, as opposed to like kind of barely getting by and also trying to like get away from not doing that by trying to work with this other person, that's I feel like that's what I was doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so working on your creative thinking, giving yourself some time and space, and then you know finding ways to work with this mentor that you really want to work with. Um, and you know consider like you know that 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 monthly little packet that I had that has a lot of things on there too. Um, I know, know I, I, I haven't. Yes, I love that. Good, and it's really simple. I mean, just. Thought download, unintentional, intentional model. Um, you'll just be absolutely surprised what, come, what comes up. And I think, I can't remember if I had it in that packet too, but like one of my favorite um, exercises is, you know, complaint, then turn it into like a want and then turn it into your greatest desire. Like, you know, the complaint is, um, well, I can't work with my fellows now. And then you turn that into a desire. I want to work with the, the fellows, you know, or, or I want to work with this mentor. And then you start asking yourself, why? Why do you want to do this? Like, you know, why do you want to work with this mentor?
1: Oh, I mean, because yeah, because he's uh, he has great ideas. Mm -hmm. He's well connected. He knows how to navigate my university. He's um, he's a nice guy. (laughs) He's yeah he yeah he's and he has the fellows. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of, he has a lot of people like to work with him and he has a big team and it's nice to interact with them.
0: Is this something, someone you want to be one day?
1: Um, He's an ED physician. So not exactly, but in, 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 in my own way, yes.
0: Yeah. And so the complaint is, you know, I, I'm not going to get to work with a mentor and the desire is I want to work with a mentor. And the greatest desire is I want to be the mentor, um, and, you know, really you want to be able to model their behavior and do it in your own ways with, you know, creative yeah. thinking and time and space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the take home for you is I'm going to create some time and space for myself and employ a little bit of creative thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's working for ways of working with a mentor. Yeah. Any other takeaways from today? Mm-hmm. I write down, I mean, um.
1: I mean, this is really, is very illuminating. I appreciate this. Thank you.
0: Sure. There's, you know, what I find the most is like whenever you're having a problem is to write some of the details and ask yourself why, like when you ask yourself why for this project, when you look at all these things, like what did I really want to get out of it? You say, well, it's not going to look exactly the way I want, but maybe it's going to turn out exactly the way it needed to be. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. So I don't have the slightest idea of how to put you out as a, not as a panelist. Let me see. Okay. This, this is like the, the role of coaching has been so fascinating because I'm learning something new every day by mostly doing things wrong <laughs> and taking about 10 times longer uh, as uh, as I mean to. All right. KKJ, how are you? Oh, let me make sure I've got you. Do I have you unmuted? Okay. Yes, I think so. Okay. All right. What do you got? Yeah. Hey,
2: so I have, I mean, I have a lot of things. Um, yeah. I think the thing I'm most interested in working on is, I think I have sort of a, a feeling of dissatisfaction and I don't know, it's it feels very complicated. And so that's why I thought, well, maybe I can work this through with. Absolutely. Um, I guess I I feel like I leave work feeling exhausted. Like I wish I had maybe been able to do something else that day also, like, not like I don't wanna go to work or don't like my work, I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I just sort of, am sort of a little drained and a little like, oh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how else to explain that, but feeling yeah. like I'd write
0: something
2: else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give me an example of a day. When was the last day that you had that, that you felt this? Oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me what happened today. Let's get, the, let's, you know, I think that honestly, when you're not sure what's going on, work on some details. So sure. tell me about your day. So you get up. How do you yeah. before you go to work?
2: Um, so today, It was hard to get out of bed and it's, it was my OR day. So I have to get up early. Um, And so then I was late. It wasn't the end of the world, like late for my first case. Mm -hmm. I just prefer to be there a little bit earlier. Um, And then I guess I just feel like I'm like, okay, like I'm going to get on this treadmill. And then I like run as fast as I can for about eight hours. And, uh, and actually I had, had two cases. had to cancel today because of COVID actually so I shouldn't really want them to cancel. Um,
0: So two cases canceled and you were glad about it? But uh and then of all the operative reports to write I still
2: um you know I'm, I'm not done I'm tired I have you know my my children need my attention my husband wants my attention Luckily, he's very understanding. He was like, "Yeah, you can go do your coaching thing." <laughs> but, mm-hmm. so, you know, like lots of people still still need me, and then I'm gonna, you know, eight forty five, and then tomorrow is a clinic day, but that still feels a bit like a treadmill. So.
0: Yeah. Like, Oh, goody. So I've spent, all, I got up late. I had all these cases. I had some extra time, but I still had these app reports to do, but I went home and tired and the kids and the husband, everyone needs something from me and it's eight 45 and I get to go to bed and do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> Even though I'm I've not already. finished with today. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you look at some of these details, um, like when you look at it kind of on paper, how do you feel now?
2: I mean, I think it feels
0: better to just kind of be able to bitch about it, to be honest. Well, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, that that, that book, um, what is it, what happened to you talked about, like, rather than sitting down for like a 45 minute therapy session, it's being able to approach the trauma that you're having in a way you can control it. So it allows you to heal a little bit. Um, um, and that's what venting is for me, is that you're feeling stressed or traumatized. And you find a trusted source and you vent a little bit so you can approach the story in a way that you can control because it's a little overwhelming to say like, my job sucks and everything at home sucks and everything is really tired and awful. And how did I get myself here? Because your your brain's not ready to think all that yet. (laughs) (laughs) So what it does, it kind of like gently approaches this going, damn, this sucks. (sighs) Okay, I feel better now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so what's happening is that you know you are i think the treadmill is a really great way to put this and this is why you know i kind of led with you know finding ways to build in some time because the problem is is that we do so well on the treadmill until we don't and it is it looks like just like that cartoon character we're like running on the treadmill And then, Mm -hmm. oh, look, you're doing really great. Let me turn that up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then you fall a little bit behind. And so you have to run faster. And and that's, you know, pretty much what what it feels like. And that's why it's hard to get up in the morning because you're like, oh, great. I get to go on the treadmill again. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what are some the like, how do you feel when you think about all this? Like at the end of the day, like, what is the overwhelming thought that you have?
2: I mean, I just want more time. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it's maybe everyone has like a different sort of amount of time that they need.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Um, but I think I'm also a little bit conflicted. Like, part of why I'm, you know, here is like, well, maybe it's not really the time because, like, even it, when I've had more time, like, I sometimes still feel the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, fixing the time thing doesn't i mean i'm still carrying this these thoughts and feelings all around with me Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. um so because yeah today you actually had two cases canceled so that's actually a yeah. ton of time that was suddenly available to you that you didn't expect
2: yeah yeah well i probably uh, don't tell the surgery center but i probably
0: was going to go an hour late so um, <laughs> uh we all do that <laughs> That's why they don't believe us. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, let me just check the last case that you did. <laughs> so I went, you know, before like cell phones and tracking, I call my husband. I was like, I'm on my way home. And he's oh like, that's nice. call me from the car because what happens, <laughs> I hang up the phone and I run at a few people and I really forgot something. So I run back and get it. And so he knows that like, I lie. I don't mean to. <laughs> it's the same was true for that. But anyway, oh yeah, same thing. My husband adds an hour.
2: Kids an hour to like every. I'm like I'll be home at four. He's like okay, see you at five like-
0: thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the interesting thing about that, and I, I mean, I totally relate because I do this the same thing too. Is each of those things that we do? Because the thing is, is like everybody knows we're gonna run late. Our husbands know we're gonna be like an hour later than we say. All of these things are like little bitty traumas that we carry around, like little itty bitty guilts that we. Mm-hmm carry around all the time. And it adds up and it adds up to the point where like, you know, you don't know what's, what's possible anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, because you've been living with impossible for so long that nothing feels possible anymore. And then like what happens when nothing feels possible? (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty much, you know, Being, I think that what has helped me is being realistic about what, um, how long things take. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that we can get so efficient at things for so long and really doing the impossible for so long, but it's not sustainable. You know, at some point in our career, I think it varies for everybody. This is my hypothesis is that at some point in our career, we start to realize. I don't want to do this anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Know,
0: I don't want to run like crazy anymore. Um, and you know, you're the thought that's coming in your mind is like, I want more time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And because the problem is, is that, you know, that you're not going to give yourself any time. Mm-hmm. And so like, when you feel this, like this inside like this desperate urge for you to say i need more time how does that feel to you it feels true <laughs> yeah it's all of a sudden you know and this is why you're having a hard time you're all of a sudden starting to face the truth of what you're feeling like and this i have not finished this book but it's probably something similar that the whole body keeps the score The reason why you're exhausted all the time is that your body has added up every one of these little, um, I'll be there on time when we know not I'll be, I'm on my way home, husband. No, I'm not. And you know, your body's like, we know this is a lie, (laughs) right? Yeah. And so the, and a lot of times I think that our body speaks first, this exhaustion that you feel is your body saying, this is enough. And I'm going to wear you down so much that you're going to have to start paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's kind of, I think where your exhaustion is coming from. Not that you, cause this like a day like today, especially with two cases, you could have done like two of those full days when you weren't um, at a part at, at a time when it was difficult, I would imagine. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and so The most important thing is when you see this as a treadmill is really feeling the the utter feeling of, I think I've had enough. And, and it's interesting because the emotion that came up in your, um, uh, model is like my day, you know, everyone agrees, like these are the facts of your day and your thought is I want more time. And when you said that out loud, there's that relief. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So yeah,
2: I, I think, I think the, so acknowledging that I want more time, mm-hmm. I think the problem is like, there's so many, there's so many sneaky
0: little objections, mm-hmm.
2: right?
0: Yes, like, there are. Let's, let's talk about them. <laughs> um, I can probably name like 10 off the bat just for my own thoughts, but go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so the other interesting thing though, is like, I like maybe back in July, I was feeling like, gosh, I just like really want more time. And then August was like actually a really slow month for me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't enjoy it because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like so slow right now. Like what's going on? Like I need to work harder. I need to do more clinic. I need to do these things. And um, I mean, that's, none of that is really true. I don't think, I think just sort of like being able to go with the the ebbs and flows. Like sometimes there's lots of work. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's not, we're about to sort of, I don't know if all the different surgical specialties have this, I'm imagining they do, but you know, everyone, the the race toward their deductible is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then January, everyone's like, let's just hit it right off the, right off the front, you know? So the next four months are going to be busy months.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, But yeah, it's funny because I did get more time. Like the universe was like, okay, here you go. Here's some more time. And it was like, this is, this is not good, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. you know, so there's, there's the, you know, keeping the lights on, making sure that we're, that I'm, you know, bringing in income. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's sort of the, you know, there's thoughts about what is my, the rest of my group thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, those, those are kind of like the big ones that come, come to mind, right? It's like, Yes, like
0: I you know so I want more time. And the objection that comes up, I can't have more time because other people will think something of me. I'm mm-hmm. at the mercy of the schedule, which is you know I'm at the mercy of the patients. and if their deductibles met, I have to do whatever it is because if I don't, then somebody will.
2: Right. You know,
0: and then, well, what about the money? It's already slow and if I start start turning things down, you know, Mm-hmm. and so these are all the things that we tell ourselves even before they happen so you have this slow time you know thank goodness I asked for time the universe gave me time and all of a sudden what do I spend my time with worrying about how I'm not going to have time in the future <laughs> yeah yes really and the reason why they we're worried is that we don't feel like we have any control over it
2: mm-hmm. is that true True that I feel that or true don't that have don't.
0: any, don't have any control over our time. Um,
2: no, it's, it's not really true, but it's also not completely false.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I sort of, I feel that I have like parameters around what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, as an example, uh, our group feels, or it's sort of like a common complaint that Friday afternoons are not well utilized. Mm-hmm. Guess every single person wants Friday afternoon off, mm-hmm. um, and so like I've been told, like, hey, just like don't plan that into your schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can I can change my clinic schedule around within certain parameters, but like just don't don't do Friday afternoons, you know, um, or you know uh, other stuff like that, right? Like there's sort of I have the ability to block off a certain amount of time for stuff that I know is coming up or, you know, if I have to do a surgery and it's doesn't fit into my regular day, like I can can just shift things around and be like, okay, I'm not going to do Wednesday morning clinic and I'll do surgery that day or whatever it is. But, Mm -hmm. you know, so I have the ability to, to just say, well, this is what I'm doing, you know? Mm -hmm. So luckily, like, unlike many people who are hospital employed or whatever, where the hospital is sort of like, no, your clinic hours are nine to four and um, you have to take a one hour lunch because all the other employees want to. And you know all these other things that isn't the case for me but at the same time there's there still are sort of like this sort of nebulous as long as it's reasonable kind of thing <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i think you know it's interesting um you can sometimes use use that schedule to your advantage mm-hmm. um i can tell you that my or days are tuesdays and fridays tuesdays mm-hmm. at the same day surgery center because a lot of people don't like it so i book yeah. a bunch of cases yeah. And then Friday, no one likes Friday OR. So yeah. I usually get two rooms. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I could do more with less. Yeah. Um, so you can look at this schedule and say like, you know, you can take what you're hearing and find ways to work with it of yeah, saying like, okay, well, if Friday afternoon is not utilized, I can utilize this here and I'll take Tuesday off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, finding ways to build time into your schedule. Um You know, I had a challenge myself a couple months ago to build in those, those growth days I was telling you about, like, like two a month, I was like two a month, I'm going to take two days off and I will make it work. And Mm -hmm. my thought was that this is actually going to be helpful that I was actually going to, my theory was I'd be more productive because right now, like, look what's happening right now. You're, you're spending more time doing less. So mm-hmm. here's, here's the thing that people don't recognize. I can actually add more time in and get even more back. It's an investment mm-hmm. in, in yourself. Yeah. Because when you look at the evidence of today, you're just this one thing, like something has to change, you know, and when you tell yourself, I'm going to give myself more time. And you said, I want more time, but if you, you know, your thought is I want more time. That's your unintentional model. Did lead you to relief and things like that. Is the thing that's going on in your head. You can change this even more powerful and say, "I will find more time."
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. how does that yeah. make you feel? I mean, that's it's definitely a more empowering thought. Yeah. Because when you think to yourself, "I will find more time," because my body needs it, you know. I'm looking at the evidence and there is, and you know, your circumstance in this is I'm exhausted, you know, and this initially looks like a feeling or something, but if everyone's looking at you saying you look tired, you're not as efficient as you were. Everyone agrees. This circumstance is I'm exhausted. Like this is where I'm at right now. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. I'm not as efficient as I was. Everyone would agree that they looked at your day, you know, and so you can choose to say, you know, when you say, I want more time, you can feel relief and let, let's you find time, but then you kind of move to this model of, I will find more time. You know, I will make more time. Um, you can actually generate that. Do you believe that?
2: I'm a person who's beginning to believe that.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. I see you've been coached before. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, and, you know, honestly, that's absolutely true. Um, because, you, you know, right now, if you don't buy it, of course, you're never going to do that, you know, it's, right. it's like, it, but you say, I'm a person who's beginning to believe that I could start creating some time for myself. And if you were to, to think that, what are some ways that you can create some time for yourself?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of like what you're saying about gaming the system a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, you know, these days are underutilized, great. Like I'll, you know, use them as much as possible. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think I need, I've been inviting a PA into my life mm-hmm. through the universe, it's coming. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, and I think that that will help. I think that that will actually create a lot of time
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm sort of, you know, waiting for the, I mean, that, that has not happened yet, basically. So, um, why do you think it's not happened yet? Um, there's a couple different things. Like I, there's actually somebody who, uh, popped up who I think would be a really great candidate. So, mm-hmm. uh, my invitation is being answered, but, uh, there's just a couple of other political things within my group. So, um, you know, I'm not a partner yet. And so do they want a non-partner to have a PA? It's, that's a question. I think it's not answered yet. Mm -hmm. Um, do, do they feel that like I'm financially stable enough to support a PA, especially in the beginning, if they, they aren't profitable, they usually do become profitable, but that kind of stuff. So there's just those, those questions, but I'm actually not very worried about any of those. Mm
0: -hmm. So, that's actually, you know, kind of what I was talking about at the, uh, the top of the hour, which is hiring, um, help. You know, we think that, oh, I hire help. is going to cost me something. We don't realize that they can actually give you something that this is an investment both in your time and your future in your efficiency. Um, but what I've started doing now, I started off two, two days a month for a growth day. I now have four. I'll probably go to more because my nurse practitioner is part-time. And I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to have clinic if she's not here. I can double my clinic. And so I'm going to start having the other part. Um, yes. And so I'm actually generating time for myself because you know what happens? She sees the patient. She does the paperwork. I go in there and say, hey, you need your gallbladder out. This is what's going to happen. And she's going to do the rest. And like, mm-hmm. that's it. And so yeah. I can actually, not only is she making money in the office, I'm getting more cases out of it. And so Mm -hmm. not only am I leaving, not exhausted anymore. I have Mm -hmm. more clinic time. I have more availability to do other things. My serious and more availability to do other things. And um, it really does help. So I I Mm -hmm. strongly recommend, you know, finding ways to like, say, you can actually fight for, if you don't get this PA, you can get a different one And say, like, do you know that they can actually make money? Why don't we try it? What's the worst that could happen? try a trial. Right. And then what you'll start to find is that they make money. And so then you can already start generating time for yourself, but it's using creative things like that um, to um, believe that you could create time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think your challenge, like, what do you want to take away from here? Um, I think
2: Well, I mean, I guess, I guess a couple things, um, you know, I think not falling into the, the objections trap of like, well, yeah, I I would like more time, but, you know, um, but then also, um, yeah, I think, I think I just need to, um, Like if there's an action to take, like, I I think, you know, yes, some of the action is going to be creating some time in my schedule, but I think the other, the, the real action to take, I I think it's probably trying to get a PA. So.
0: What was that? The real action is what?
2: Oh, uh, to try and get a PA.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, and not just the PA is like in in gaming, the system and things like that too is like, you know, if you keep telling yourself, like, that's the power of these thoughts here too. And you know, you're know, you not quite ready for that. I will find more time. But you know, if you wake up in the morning and you write this down and say, I'm beginning to be the person who can generate time, because then what's happening is you, your brain is going to start answering that. And if you start asking yourself the question, okay, well, how do we generate time? You'll be very surprised to see how your brain offers offer suggestions. You can generate time by hiring help. You can generate time by gaming the system. You can generate time by not worrying about stuff, you know, because like all that worry adds it, you know, you can generate time by building in a break that actually lets you be more efficient. So like a day like today, if you took tomorrow off deep breath, you're going to be more efficient for clinic the next day. You know, is, is really, I'm a person who believes that taking time off will actually make me more efficient and give me more time and so the objection of i can't take off time i won't be you know like look at your objection and say is this true do i have mm-hmm. evidence this is not true um and those are the ways to take your objection and turn it into a oh i can make this work mm-hmm. yeah yeah makes sense we went over a little bit, but I think this is such an important um, topic because I think this we're all at the mercy of this. We're all exhausted. We're all killing ourselves. And for what? Um, and not realizing that by taking a break, you could actually gain more time. And there are lots of ways to gain time um, that can be really helpful and help in the end.
2: Cool. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for sticking with us a little bit later. Um, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.